everybody, and welcome to Joyfully You Podcast. I am your host, Kelsey Lowe, and this message is straight from the heart. Um, I was chatting with a friend on Instagram, and she said, why is self-love so freaking hard? She said, it's really hard when you don't like yourself. And it just, I I couldn't get it out of my head, you know, because it it was this idea. I was like, why, why, why does it seem so hard? You know, like, of course we can all come up with reasons and answers and things like that. But I really was like trying to drop into my heart and thinking, why is it so hard? And it's because we think there's something we need to do to receive the love. It only feels hard when there's self-judgment, when there's judgment of saying like, I'm lovable when, I'll be lovable if, if I stop doing this, then I am lovable. If I lose this weight, then I'm lovable. If I stop this habit, then I'm lovable. And it brings me to my, brings me to my knees. It brings the tears to my eyes because there's nothing you need to do to be worthy of love. I say all the time that God is love. God is love. And we have this internal, natural hardwiring to seek love. And so there's a hardwiring happening that naturally we seek God. And we experience God through people. We experience God through nature. We experience God through those moments where tears come into your eyes and you can't quite explain it, but you feel something and it feels really beautiful. Even maybe music, how music can move you, bring you to your knees, how music can bring tears to your eyes. All of those things I believe is God moving through us. And there's nothing you need to be do. There's nothing you need to do. There's nothing you need to, no type of person you need to be in order to be worthy of love. You are so worthy. You are so infinitely loved. You are so supported. And I think that collectively we need to try a little less because I think in, even in the line of work that I do, I teach meditation. I teach about affirmations and mantras and using different points of focus to change, to change our life. It really does because if we can change our internal reality, it starts to shift and shape and change and mold how we see our external reality. And it's really allowing ourselves to see through the lens of love and see what is and and living in a mode of appreciation and a mode of gratitude. And so when we start to shift and look at things in that way and looking at them and the beauty of what they are, even in the mess, even in the chaos, even in the breakdown, even in the destruction, if you can look look at it with love, Look at it in all that it is and all of its beauty because it's, it's, it's humanity. We're humans. We have a full spectrum of emotions that range from, from pain and sorrow and grief all the way over to love and gratitude and ecstasy. 
And we're here to experience that full spectrum. And so to think that if we are on one side of the spectrum, experiencing pain, grief, and sorrow means that we're doing something wrong is ludicrous. It's crazy. And it's so, there's, that's an expired belief. We need to get rid of that belief. Just because you're experiencing something that is a struggle that is hard does not mean you've done something wrong. It does not mean that you have fucked up. It means that you are a human having a human experience and you're trying to do it all by yourself. And it's hard to do it all by yourself because the same way that you are hardwired to look for love, God is love. So you're looking for God. Addiction, all these things is is looking for God in all the wrong places. That's exactly what it is. And so whenever we're looking for something outside of us to make us happy, that is just a facade of us looking for God. And so no matter what your experience has been or whatever associations you have around the word God, right? We all have grown up with some type of interpretation or experience, or maybe you had a crazy aunt that was super religious, or maybe you were forced to go to church when you didn't want to, or maybe you grew up with this idea that God is just this like old white guy in the clouds waiting to catch you doing something wrong so he can wave his finger at you and send judgment your way because i know that was my interpretation i had so much fear i had so much fear you guys when i was little i would go to bed and i would say dear lord dear jesus i'm so sorry please forgive me for anything that i may have done these things i know i did that i don't think are good but if there's anything else that i did that i don't know of please lord forgive me because if i shall die in my sleep tonight i don't want to go to hell that's what was going through my five-year-old brain how fucking scary is that how fucking scary and i think that a lot of people get this message because a lot of the messages from 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 god is distorted right because it's retold and it's 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 taken out of context because anything that is not love is not god If God is love, then anything that is not love is not God. So anyone that you have encountered that has worn God or Jesus on their shirt like a fucking badge while they're walking around judging you, that person is not God. That person is using control the best they can to try and elevate their own status because it makes their ego feel important to notice what you're doing wrong because it then affirms what they think they're doing right. It's all from a source of insecurity, right? Think about that word secure. When we feel secure, we feel safe, we feel held, we feel secure. Love is secure. Love washes over us and sometimes love can Sometimes love can cause a lot of pain, guys, right? Sometimes love can cause a lot of pain. If If you've ever lost someone, if you've ever experienced grief, there can, cre- there can be a lot of fear around love because it's like, oh my God, it hurts so bad. There's a risk, you know? People always say, talk about how love is a risk. You know, it's a gamble because you're going all in to love with someone, to love on someone, not knowing for sure if the love will be reciprocated, not knowing if the love will be accepted, not knowing if that person will accept you or deny you, judge you or love you. And this has to start within. So self-love doesn't have to be so fucking hard. But when you find that, oh my gosh, I'm not doing good enough, I want you to stop, pause, take a breath, drop your shoulders, and use this affirmation because 
you know, they work. And if they allow us to connect to God, but just know there's nothing you need to do to connect to God. This is just something that has helped me is, is saying, I am, I can, I am, I can. And maybe it's even a prayer. Maybe it's even like, God, I'm not sure what to do. I, I, I'm open. I need your help. I need your love. I need your guidance. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Because it's already there. It's just up to us to tune into it. It's already there. It's just, it, there's nothing we need to do to accept the love. We just have to open ourselves up to believe that it exists, to believe that God does exist, to believe that God is real, to believe that everything that we are hardwired for is around connecting to God. And even if that word feels weird, you know, if you're like, I prefer universe, I prefer mother nature, I prefer this, I prefer that, whatever, whatever. That's just like the ego wanting to soften it so it is an easier pathway to your heart. And that's fine. Whatever word feels secure that you feel confident in, that's great. But know it's the same thing. It's the same thing. There's nothing you need to do to deserve love. Of course, there's things that we know that we can change that will better our life and better our experience in this world. Think about if you could live from a place of love all the time, from a place of love and from a place of gratitude. Even in the dark times, even in the annoying times, even in the good times, even in the, the, the pleasant moments. Continuously asking ourselves, how could I live from love right now? How can I live from acceptance? And self-forgiveness and acceptance, you think about religion, forgiveness is a crucial part, or even Christianity, forgiveness is the crucial part, you know? It's all around allowing yourself to forgive yourself. Because God doesn't need you to do anything to receive the love. God's like, hey, I'm here and I love you no matter what. Through thick and thin, I'm right here. Whether you decide to look at me, acknowledge me, feel me, I'm going to seep into your life in every different way that I can to continuously remind you that you are loved. And every time you don't feel well, every time you feel like there is a knot in your stomach or a knot in your heart or a knot in your head or anywhere in your body, that is just the reminder that you're trying to do it by yourself and you're forgetting about the connection you have to God you're forgetting about that connection that is always there to support you, guide you, love you no matter what. It's just up to you to receive that invitation. So will you receive that invitation that, you know, maybe I am loved. <laughs> maybe I am whole. Maybe I am perfect. Maybe I am beautiful. Maybe there isn't anything I need to do in order to receive love. And this is where, you know, it's, it's, it's love from God, which is not from another person. Yes, we can experience God's love through people, but there is a deep personal relationship that you have within. And sometimes God's voice sounds like your voice, but let's like, yes, there's a seed of God in each one of us, but we aren't God. We aren't God. God is God. God is love. And I think that it's not something to be personified, even though that's how it's been translated to us. And I think that like humanity has used, has personified God to make it more approachable, make it more understandable, 
make it more, but that's where I think it gets thrown off is God is not a person. It's this ever living, ever present source of love. And only thing God wants to do is pour into our lives. And yeah, yeah. In the stillness, guys, in the stillness, we connect to love. That's why, I've, that's why I preach meditation. That's why I, uh, because meditation has also been the way in which God has found me, right? Because I'm able to connect to that sense of inner peace, that sense of calm, that sense of I'm okay. And so if you've ever had those feelings of, you know, this isn't okay, I'm not okay, man, I don't like myself, and all of these different self-beat-up moments, calm the mind. Use meditation, slow down that train of thought. If you have a train of thought of, of you know, like I suck and, and, and I can't do anything right and oh my God, like if you are having those types of thoughts going and going and going and the momentum has been building over the years, then that train is going really fucking fast. And so we gotta slow that train down. We can't just flip it around. And so don't give up on yourself if you feel like you can't change how you think in, <laughs> overnight. You gotta slow that train down. If it's been building up speed for a majority of your life, what makes you think you can flip it around? Just like that. Gotta slow it down. And once it's slowed down, it can stop. And once it stops, you can turn it around. And it's all possible through prayer, through meditation, through stillness the things that keep you busy. You know, you think, oh, I got it. I've had multiple times where I felt like really overwhelmed or I felt like um, my I was grieving and someone was passing away and I wanted to throw myself into work because that busy work was helping avoid the pain. But if you allow yourself to be still, allow your shoulders to drop, feel the weight of your body and feel into the stillness as awkward or as painful as it might be, imagining a wave of love washing over you, cleansing you, because there's nothing you need to do to receive the cleansing, to receive the peace, except believe that you are worthy of it. Why not you? You are not the only exception to all of humanity. You are not the only one who is not lovable, loved, and loving. Well, I don't know about you, but I'm crying over here. <laughs> so much love for each and every one of you. And for you listening right now, put your hands over your heart. Take a deep breath. Bigger than you've taken all day. <sighs> Drop your shoulders. And take a moment to give yourself some love. And if it feels difficult, I want you to imagine the little you, the five-year-old you that is worried that she's not doing a good enough job. She's worried if, if, if she's doing okay. She's worried if she's good enough. And I want you to look at her and I want you to give her some words of love.
tell her she's going to be okay. Tell her that she is loved and infinitely supported. Tell her that the journey might be hard. She will never be alone. I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode of Joyfully You Podcast. I love you guys so much. And my intention, if you get anything out of this podcast, if you get anything out of this episode, may it be that there's nothing you need to do to receive love in in this world. And you must realize the power that God's love flows to you through you. God's love flows to you through you. You have to open the door. It's literally like God's like right there just waiting. Like, hey, I love you. Hey, I love you. Hey, there's nothing you can do that would make me stop loving you. Hey, you're so loved. You're so supported. There's nothing you could do that would ever make me stop loving you. Hey, you are loved and supported. There's nothing you can do that would ever make me stop loving you. I will continuously over and over and over and over and over try and pop into your life to remind you that you are loved and infinitely supported. There's nothing you can do that can make me stop loving you. That is God. You are worthy of everything this life has to offer you gotta believe it i'm your host kelsey Lowe. i love you guys so much thanks for tuning into this episode and if you if you have a friend if you have a family member if you have a sister if you have a brother if you have someone a colleague that that you know needs to hear this episode if you have a friend at church if you have a friend that maybe you used to go to church with oh man i haven't been to church in so long but i feel like god's presence creates a church Every time I listen to worship music, that's like my outlet. Every time I go to the beach, I feel like that's God connecting to me. I feel like that's a clear message when I get to hear, you are so loved. You are so loved. And so I hope that all of you know that you are so loved. You're so deserving of love. And at any time, you can clear the slate, forgive yourself, allow for the forgiveness to wash through you, and start again at any time. I love you guys so much. How many times am I going to say that? <laughs> I guess there's never enough times. I'm Kelsey Lowe. You're listening to Joyfully Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you next time.